Hi everybody, my name is Noor Zidane and I currently am a radiographer at a clinic, uh, more precisely in urgent care in Ruston, Louisiana. <clears throat> On that note, I hope everyone has been staying safe and feeling okay these days. I know times have been unpredictable and for some, it's been the worst year yet. So here's to transitioning into a better and more positive year for all of us. In the midst of all this uncertainty and chaos, remember that there are so many of us in this world, so make sure that we can continue to stay safe and keep a safe distance and wear your masks. <clears throat> Here we are as we try to transition into a more positive year for all of us. Speaking of there being so many of us, though the physical world has grown in population exponentially, our virtual our virtual world has made the earth appear smaller than ever. I'm here to talk about the very thing you're using in order to listen to me right now. Technology. The internet may have been a labyrinth for people at some point in previous decades, but as we now live and breathe in a new digital age, even the youngest of users have utilized social media in the most creative, brilliant of ways. For example, TikTok. Cue TikTok trends, social justice hashtags, young advocates with YouTube channels, the list goes on. I'm sure being quarantined has contributed to this ever-growing fluency. But I digress, it's a fact that a multitude of children, teenagers, and young adults have become fluent in all things digital. And speaking of fluency, learning a second language has never been an easy task. I recall retaining close to nothing during my first to fifth grade Spanish days. Oh wait, necesito ir a la biblioteca. Yeah, that's all I remember. Sorry, Miss Smith. I am willing to bet many viewers can agree that textbook-based language learning can be a boring, monotonous, unmotivating experience. And overall, it may take a bit longer to achieve fluency in a second or foreign language compared to emergent methods. Well, guys, technology. Emphasize on technology. Ooh, technology has changed our world. Though it could never replace human interactions, it could definitely serve as a better alternative to textbook-based learning. Technology has changed the world and changed everything exactly the way we view it. Although technology could definitely serve many, 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 um, many jobs, it could definitely serve so much more in the future coming. As we learn about textbook-based learning with its multimodality approach to language fluency, that sounds a lot more engaging than reading one chapter per week and getting called on in class when all I know is where the biblioteca is. Anyway, that's what I'd like to focus on in today's podcast, the relationship between technology and second or foreign languages. Or we can also add to that as minorities or think of people from different cultures or races that is not are not accustomed to the youth to the norm here in the united states no matter what respective region we are from chapter 11 touches on many aspects of technology-based language learning it also points to the issues challenges and strategies for implementing technology to enhance the learning of the second and foreign languages. 
chapter 11 is a very interesting one. This chapter highlights the fact that it's not just the technological technological tools themselves that transform language learning, but the many facets that work together to cultivate an effective virtual learning space for language learners. For instance, it is super important and super critical to focus on finding content area teachers that use technology tools that simultaneously improve language skills while also providing resources that help students keep up with the high challenge curriculum. Think about it, honestly. Take a second, everybody pause and think about it. What resources do we have that help students, not just students, but also educators, keep up with high challenging curriculums? Think about it. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys. Let's talk about Quizlet. Now, when you talk about Quizlet, and let me tell you something. Quizlet has changed my life. It has seriously impacted my education. I don't think I could have ever gotten as far as I have without Quizlet. But Quizlet is so convenient and is more convenient and accessible to find flashcards or quizzes online than it would be searching for them in books or constantly looking for answers from a teacher in person. These days, you can Google anything and Quizlet, any Quizlet will come up with any definition you might need, any test question, anything is all on Quizlet. Of course, further, other apps serve as wonderful supplements to language learning and help students hone different skills, such as writing via WriteWriter. On the app or on that Web 2.0 tool, you can make a vodcast for demonstration of oral language fluency and apps for drawing pictures for the visuals. And for those who enjoy watching videos, a technology tool could include a video with short captions. And the beautiful part of it all is these sources are essentially at your fingertips. This multifaceted approach to learning also allows for inclusivity to all learning types. Thinking back on my primary and secondary school years, there were subjects I struggled to excel at. And if you honestly take a look and think about it, every single person has that area or content area. It may be a subject. It may be a grade. It may be a specific content that allowed you to struggle. Perhaps my experience would have been difficult or different if I were offered more modalities to motivate me and allow me to exercise my fullest potential. If you truly think about it, what if when I was in elementary school or middle school, Quizlet was such a big thing? What about all these tools like Anchor or Google Classroom, all these things? Like, What if these modalities or tools were able for me to access? Would they honestly motivate me and allow me to exercise my fullest potential? What do you guys think? Do you think if you... I want everybody to sit back right now, close their eyes, and think about it. Take a five-second deep breath. Close your eyes. Okay? Everybody's eyes closed? Okay, now think deeply right now. For the next 15 to 20 seconds, I want you guys to think right now. Think back to a time in your life, whether that be elementary or middle school. And think about how easy your life would have been, how better your grades would have been if you were offered the same exact technological um technology that students these days are offered think about it okay we're going to take a 15 second pause we're just going to think about it ten seconds 
Okay. So, did, what are the results? Anybody care to share what their results are? I'll share my result first. I'll go first, okay? So, the first thing that came in my mind was I was picturing myself in middle school. And I was in this social studies, more like a Louisiana history course. And I was just picturing all the little assignments that we'd have to do. And all the little assignments that required the most out-the-box thinking. And I pictured myself being able to use, for example, tools like Prezi to present. Or Google Classroom or Google Drive to share my share my tools and share my presentations and share what I have to offer. That's what I reflected the most on. Now... No matter what experience you might have, whether that be through the 15-second pause we had, I want you guys to think about it and honestly dissect the issue. Dissect the moment that we have now. How different would your life been been if we had all the technology that we have at that time? Sometimes it, it it's remarkable. Sometimes it mind blows me how fast and how 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 amazing we have become technological in all areas, in all aspects of the world. Um, <clears throat> now, perhaps my perhaps my experience would have been different if I were offered more modalities to motivate me and allow me to exercise my fullest potential. Technology can certainly be transformative. And I mean, we're on our phones and tablets all the time anyway, so we might as well utilize it for good. 10 points for effectiveness. Technology also means working in an area that needs improving. Instead of monotonous going over the same learned skill. <clears throat> if you struggle with grammar, for instance, take online assessments that focus on grammar and a tutorial-like explanation that follows. Now, my favorite part about technology is its inherently inclusive nature. A massive amount of people are on the internet. People of different backgrounds and walks of life all use the internet. We use the internet to create a bond between the world. The internet is like the glue that sticks everyone together. Me personally, I am from Jerusalem and I have family that live in Jerusalem. I have friends all around the world that travel. I have high school classmates that are currently in the military that are serving in Spain and Turkey and Guam and all across the world. And we keep we stay connected through Facebook or Snapchat or Instagram. So like I was saying, we have found... There are many blessings to what technology has offered us. And the crazy thing is, is that we have not reached our potential. We still have new technology being developed every single day. <clears throat> so also, with that being said, technology also means working in an, in an area that needs improving. Now, take online assessments, for example, and the grammar, what we were talking about earlier. Imagine all the technology that we have now. How would, it, how would it help you? If you look on the iPhone or the iPad or the keyboards that Apple MacBooks have or um, just the regular computers, everything has spell checks and grammar checks. Imagine how easy it would have been to write papers in middle school with that tool being handy for you. Now, my favorite part about technology is its inherently inclusive nature. Therefore, we find that various languages beautifully decorate the internet in all its glory. Translation tools can be used for speakers to, to trying to learn a second or a foreign language. 
which makes remembering a new word or phrase a lot easier. <clears throat> it's similar to reading subtitles, which playing your favorite show, except that they are instant translators and you have control over what you're translating. I was surprised to learn about this pretty cool and advanced telltale device called the Pen Power World Pen Scan X, which is integrated with the Babylon dictionary and translation software that allows you to scan words or phrases followed by either a written or spoken translation and on a multiple device on a mobile device this speaks volumes about the miraculous strides we have made in the digital world as i said earlier the scary part is is that we have not fulfilled our potential yet technology continues to be innovated as we go on in this world so don't forget that we are not done and there's still a lot more creative things to be created in our generation. Now, I want to ask this question and I want everybody that's listening to this podcast to take a minute, okay? We're going to pause for a little while. I want you guys to honestly ask yourself this question. Would you have wished that you'd grown up in this technological age or do you like the way you grew up in a less virtual world honestly take a second to think about it i'm gonna go ahead and share my advice okay when it comes to these questions and i do get asked this a lot the vast the vast strides that we've made the miraculous strides that we have made in the technological world have me dazzled and I look back at my childhood about the things we did not have and the things that we could not provide for each for each other to do. Most kids these days are four or five years old. They already have TikToks. They have social media applications that they they have. A, they live a virtual world. Now, with being living in a virtual world, there is a lot of pros and cons. So, I'd like to look at the pros first. When I look at the pros of technology i think of all the other tools that will assist me just like i stated earlier quizlet web tool tools such as google classroom google drive these things would have been so handy in my generation so i want you guys to think about the things that you would love to take from this technological area and post and put it in your era and your respective generation that you've went to that you've been a student Chapter 11 highlights so many important things that really meant a lot to me. And I honestly saw a huge similarity in what was being said in chapter 11. Another key point made in this chapter highlights one of the most effective ways to learn a language, immersion. In this case, it's virtual. Students can use online chats, interaction, and collaboration-based forums to communicate with one another. The virtual world doesn't have to be so lonely. After all, with the right technological tools, this can allow two different language speakers to converse one another, which one motivates each person to understand one another and two, take up all the other previously mentioned resources to write back to their virtual friend, such as using a translation tool or rewatching videos that explain weak areas. Teachers can utilize different collaborative projects to make long-distance connections or simply work with fellow students on projects together. One of my favorite technology tools since being enrolled in my program has been virtual field trips. 
especially in the middle of a pandemic, it's unlikely that we'll be traveling anytime soon. And it is much safer that we don't for now. <clears throat> However, virtual field trips would give anyone access to different destinations and in this context, important sites and countries, for example, that speak the language you're in the process of learning. That is such a neat idea. I have used virtual classrooms, virtual field trips in my um, other university classes in grad school. And let me tell you, they have blowed my mind. I've had so much fun creating virtual field trips. And in this era where we are in the middle of a pandemic, I think that the virtual field trips is definitely the way to go. I think the virtual field trips is an amazing, amazing, amazing additions to the vast majority of technology that we are given these days. Um, hmm. With the virtual field trip, it gives people the opportunity to go to that virtual world where they want to visit. And in that respective, like I said, for example, if you want to learn a language, you can go visit that place where you want to learn the language the most. <laughs> the virtual field trip was such a neat tool to use. It was so user friendly and I felt like it would have such a benefit in my classroom. Hmm. This makes the learning experience of all the more authentic. That said, the chapter emphasizes the importance of consolidating the many different technological tools we are given for the best learning experience. <clears throat> for example, though grammar sites can be very useful, it's always good to do a peer check, perhaps, via collaborative forums. Also... <clears throat> Utilizing computer-assisted programs or computer-assisted activities. Hmm. Also utilizing computer-assisted language learnings to receive multiple examples and quiz strength questions that help strengthen the knowledge and even detect nuances in grammar and structure. My personal Rosetta Stone, but I've also used Babbel and recommend either. In my own classroom, I would implement strategies, I believe, would ensure the best technology-based learning experience for my students. If I were to implement these strategies or implement these tools in my classroom, I would definitely choose the one that I felt best suits this generation of people, which obviously is the technology-based education. For instance, I would identify technology possibilities by visiting schools and meeting up with educators who have facilitated notable programs at their schools that have worked for students in the same age range as my own. You will always learn from feedback and reviews on things, so definitely would be very helpful to get the opinion of other people who have already got more experience than you. And always, there's nothing wrong with going to people that have had success or have had trial and error to figure out what works and best suits your classroom. So by doing this, you can go to a, a teacher or a program leader, a program director or someone that has implemented this technology in their classroom and ask for opinions, ask for pros and cons, ask for what the risks or rewards or the benefits or the rewards from implementing these sort of things in the classroom setting. 
So by identifying the technology possibilities, by visiting schools and meeting up with educators, you are getting experience, whether you believe it or not. You are honestly getting firsthand experience on the pros and cons of what worked and what did not work in those specific areas. So whenever you go to a school or whenever you go to a teacher, there's nothing to be ashamed of. You want to go there with the thought that you are going to make things better and you are going to certainly search for things that will help you out in the near future. I personally am a I'm a I'm a victim to being an educator where I always always have went to my peers or people that have implemented these educational tools or had success in certain areas that I'm not familiar with or certain areas that I have not had experience with. I always ask them for advice. I always ask them for feedback so that I can make sure that I'm giving my students the best possible learning experience ever. And like I always say, the learning experience is not only for the student, but for the educator as well. So I would observe which programs I would observe which programs or technologies are being used and decide what would be most conducive to my classroom and to my students' overall interests. Besides, I want my students to enjoy their learning experience. <clears throat> I would also make sure to share, modify, create ideas with my coworkers, and garner as much support as I can at my school. Always understand and try to put your other coworkers on the same level as you. <clears throat> try to implement things together. Try to come up with new ideas together. Try to always stay on the same path. Try to always be collaborative, work together, work as a team. And try your best to establish a PLC, which is a professional learning committee. You guys get together every week, whether that be on Fridays, every Monday morning. Designate someone as a leader and every single person should have a process or a voice on how they should be implementing this learning learning strategies, whether they be new ones, old ones, whether they be technology-based learning experiences, everybody should be offering their advice or their opinion on these tools. So with that being said, definitely the help of an IT specialist would help setting up the activities I have chosen and have my students download the language apps on their phones followed by providing them with a schedule with designated times to use the app. So I do want to say is that we should be able to use these tools and utilize them to our advantage. We are giving the technology and we are blessed to have the technology. So why not use them in our own advantage to be able to create a beautiful bond and a beautiful learning experience for us both. With this being said, learning a language should be easier now than ever with the tools that we are given. With, and of course, without the help of my IT specialist, none of these things would be possible, but including the IT specialist, the IT specialist could help, me set up activities I have chosen for my students. 
Every student will be granted an opportunity to download these specific tools or applications onto their phone so that all of them will be provided with a schedule to use these apps. There will be course calendars and all the students will be able to be on the same page where assignments will be due every single week for that respected subject. <clears throat> Language is meant to be spoken to others. I would make sure that I would set up a shared document for my students to contribute their notes in a forum for them to share their thoughts. Language is meant to be spoken to others. I would also make sure to keep tabs on my own students and their families' technology resources at home and hold a parent-teacher meeting to learn more about which technology slash programs are being used at home as well as what kind of learning styles they prefer. This would also give me a good sense of how to approach the virtual world. We are all still in learning all training of how we want to approach the visual world. Now, let's talk about podcasts for just a minute. Podcasts aren't anything new to me, but I do want to take a second. So I commute to work every single day. So I commute an hour to work and I commute an hour back home for work. So that's two hours of my 24-hour days that I'm spent driving. So in those two hours, I have a lot of time to reflect on life and everything. So now while while jamming to Drake or any other artist is definitely high on my list, listening to podcasts has always been an entertaining and informative experience for me. In fact, I sometimes listen to French podcast or Spanish podcast just to test out my language learning skills. I was always frustrated by my two hour commute, seeing it as a waste of time when I could otherwise be doing something productive. My solution was podcast. I see it as a convenient, portable tool of knowledge and entertainment. That said, I think it would be a great skill for people to acquire. Besides, podcasting is not exactly like a lecture. It can be more personable, include anecdotes and shared experiences. Welcome to guests and lead to cool connections. A great way to incentivize doing research on something and sharing insights with the world. I believe students should utilize it in an academic setting. This could be one step in the positive direction of technology-based learning. So, I challenge you and I challenge everyone. Whenever life gives you a place where you have to be patient and you feel like you're wasting time, listen to a podcast and let the podcast teach you whether that in a positive way whether that be academically whether it be about life podcasts has absolutely changed my life so i highly highly recommend and i highly advise all students to get into the habit of listening to podcasts whether that be on their way to work whether that be on a long road trip podcast is the way to go and i really want people to use or their time wisely to utilize it in the best possible way to become a learner for life. Always, always understand that you can continue to learn no matter what aspect, no matter what level of life you have reached. Podcasts have absolutely changed my world and those one hour commutes have started to feel like more like 20 minutes. It's felt as if it's just the norm. I get in my car, I start my car in the morning and I listen to my podcast. By the time I'm done with the podcast, I have made it to work. So take advantage of those tools and take my advice on listening to podcasts. It could really change your life. And to all the listeners of this podcast, I hope that one day 
you can listen to this podcast. You can benefit from what I'm trying to say. I truly wish that the things I said in this podcast, someone would have told me at a younger age. So with that being said, I would like to try to close my podcast on this note. I am a huge supporter of technology. I think that technology is great. And I think that technology will truly continue to shape out the way we want in this world. We live in a tech world, an innovative world where everything is continuing to be innovative. So let's continue to strap down, buckle down, and let's just see where this technology age will take us. Let's stay on, let's go for the ride, and let's see how far we can go with this thing. And also, podcasts are so much funner. Besides, podcasting is not exactly like a lecture. It can be more personable, including anecdotes and shared experiences. So, this should definitely be one step in the positive direction of technology-based learning, teaching, and language learning. So friends, listeners, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and for my educators, just like myself, parents or students, just like myself, etc. out there, I'd like to say one more thing. One way or another, our youth will continue to immerse themselves in this digital world. Because of this, it is imperative and super vital that we find ways to utilize technologies to enhance the academic world. I encourage you guys to pursue technological tools that could really boost your learning environment, make learning fun, and give access that we wouldn't find in a traditional classroom setting to our students. We all owe them the very best of our innovations. As we continue to learn and continue to come up with new technological ideas, let's just appreciate what we have now and continue to move forward. We owe them the very best of our innovations time and inventions thank you so much and i hope you guys all benefit from this podcast thank you so much for listening